Father, I'm a, a very warm welcome to As the Sun Sets. Yes, it's good to be back again after a week's retreat. Ah, it's amazing what a retreat can do to people. And certainly to me, it's been like an injection of new life. Just being able to rest, read, relax, pray and so on. Wonderful, and I thank God for this last week I had. Truly a relaxing week, a growthful week. But nevertheless, I was with you every day in the evening at half past five, and I trust you enjoyed the programs which were presented. And uh, no doubt you prayed for me, and I felt your prayers, and I certainly remembered you. So many of you I know who just keep me in your prayers. Thank you for that. It's been a wonderful uh, thought just to know that you were there with me in that week of rest and relaxation and prayer. So thanks for joining me at this time for As the Sun Sets, and let's put ourselves in the presence of the Lord and ask him to be with us, to lead us and guide us. O oh God, come to our aid. O oh Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Alleluia.
The Lord cares for the weak and oppressed. In the Lord I have taken my refuge. How can I say to my soul, fly like a bird to its mountain? See the wicked bracing their bow. They are fixing their arrows on the string to shoot upright men in the dark. Foundations once destroyed. What can the just do? The Lord is in his holy temple, the Lord whose throne is in heaven. His eyes look down on the world, his gaze tests mortal men. The Lord tests the just and the wicked, the lover of violence he hates. He sends fire and brimstone on the wicked, he sends a scorching wind as their lot. The Lord is just 
and loves justice. The upright shall see his face. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. The Lord cares for the weak and oppressed. Blessed are the pure in heart, they shall see God. Lord, who shall be admitted to your tent and dwell on your holy mountain? He who walks without fault, he who acts with justice and speaks the truth from his heart, he who does not slander with his tongue, he who does no wrong to his brother, who casts no slur on his neighbor, who holds the godless in disdain, but honors those who fear the Lord. He who keeps his pledge, come what may, who takes no interest on the loan and accepts no bribes against the innocent, such a man will stand firm forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Blessed are the pure in heart, they shall see God. God chose us in his Son, and made us his adopted sons. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. He chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and blameless before him. He destined us in love to be his sons through Jesus Christ, according to the purpose of his will, to the praise of his glorious grace, which he freely bestowed on us in the Beloved. In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses, according to the riches of his grace, which he lavished upon us. He has made known to us, in all wisdom and insight, the mystery of his will, according to his purpose, which he set forth in Christ. His purpose he set forth in Christ as a plan for the fullness of time to unite all things in him, things in heaven and things on earth. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. God chose us in his Son and made us his adopted sons.
Our gospel reading this evening is taken from the gospel according to Luke, chapter 18, verses 35 to 43. As Jesus drew near to Jericho, there was a blind man sitting at the roadside, begging. And when he heard the crowd going past, he asked what it was all about. And they told him that Jesus the Nazarene was passing by. And so he called out, Jesus, son of David, have pity on me. And the people in front scolded him, told him to keep quiet. But he shouted all the louder, son of David, have pity on me. So Jesus stopped. And he ordered them to bring the man to him. And when he came up, Jesus asked him, What do you want me to do for you? Sir, he replied, Let me see again. And Jesus said to him, Receive your sight. Your faith has saved you. And instantly his sight returned, and he followed Jesus, praising God. And all the people who saw it gave praise to God for what had happened. Well, in the time of Jesus, there were a lot of blind people around, and I think that might have been because of the, the very uh, uh, strong uh, sun which they had, which, of course, is always there, the very strong sun, but also the white stone. And they didn't have uh, Gucci glasses and all those sorts of things and sunglasses as we have today. And so a lot of people, um, their eyes were affected by the strong sun and the very white uh, rock of the time. Here we have Jesus going through Jerusalem, going through um, Jericho on his way to Jerusalem, and a blind man is sitting at the side of the road. Once upon a time, he could see, but no doubt because of the uh, strong sun and the white rock and so on, he was one of those many who went blind. So he heard the commotion of people passing by. You can imagine if you're sitting at the side of the road with your eyes closed and you hear a crowd of people going past, talking, maybe some singing and shouting and so on. And you'll say to yourself, what's happening? Who's going past? And so he asked the question, who's going past? And he must have heard about Jesus. So he shouts out, Jesus, son of David, have pity on me. Now, the crowds had very little time for people at the side of the road. It's like even today there are so many people who uh, we get sort of caught up in the throng of life and the crowds. We, we forget about the marginalized people along the side of the road, the poor, the lame, the destitute, the people who get left behind because they can't see or they can't keep up because of their physical disabilities and so on. So. Uh, even in those days, there were crowds of people walking down the road and there was this blind man saying, simply, Jesus, have pity on me. So Jesus hears this and he says, 
bring the man here. So all these people who really wanted to pay no attention to the blind man at the side of the road, they said, courage, get up, he's calling you. So he takes up his mantle, his blanket or whatever it was he was wearing or using, and he goes to Jesus. Now, can you imagine Jesus surrounded by crowds of people, talking, excited. Some of them may be a bit sad because he was going through Jericho on his way to Jerusalem, where he was going to be suffering, because he's passing from this life to the next, if I can put it that way. Bring the man to me, said Jesus. And so they bring him to Jesus, and then Jesus says to him, quite ridiculous, really, what do you want me to do for you? Jesus doesn't presume that he knows what the man wants. He can see the man is blind, but he asks him, what do you want me to do for you? And then these wonderful words of the blind man, this insignificant, marginalized, blind man sitting at the side of the road, says those words which I have so often used in my own prayer, and no doubt you in yours. Sir, that I may see again. Sir, let me see again. And then Jesus responds with those wonderful loving words, Receive your sight. Your faith has saved you. Well, you know, I can go on and talk about this and all the implications of these words, but they really are so simple. Isn't it true that you and I find ourselves so often caught up in, in the, the, rut, the rat race of life? Yet there was a time when maybe prayer was easy for you. Maybe you could read the scriptures with great interest, with great um, um, intensity, that you could hear the Lord speaking to you through the scriptures, but then you get caught up in life, the things of, of life, of business, of administration, of radio, of television, of soapies, of you name it, it just goes on and on. We get caught up in all that. And then sometimes we forget about that time, once upon a time, when we did see somewhat clearly the word of, of God speaking to us in and through the scriptures. When we could sit on our stoop, for example, and just look around, look out into the distance, see the beauty of nature, the sky, maybe the rain, maybe the crops growing. Maybe just looking into yourself and seeing that God that really lives within, of just being present to yourself and being present to God in your life. Maybe that's gone because of the busyness of life. And don't we all get caught up in that? And, you know, when I was on retreat, I often thought about this, that I simply have to switch off and just be aware of my situation. And I'm asking you this evening, switch off as well. Switch off and just be aware of your situation in which you are, be aware of who you are in the presence of God, not who you would like to be or what other people might say about you, but who you are, your amnes, if I can put it that way, to look within. 
and just thank God for who you are. And so the blind man was somebody who once upon a time would have seen himself as he was. Now he was blind and he wanted to get back to who he was before. Lord, that I may see again. My friend, this evening I want to invite you just to sit quietly for a while. I know some of you are driving, but some of you might already be sitting at home with your little lighted candle, your breviary, or your, the Bibles in your hand. Maybe you're getting ready to go to sleep now. But just switch off for a moment. Forget about all the things that occupy your life, that you're striving to be or to become, or the ideas that people might have of you. Just look within be present to yourself and simply say the prayer of the blind man, Lord, help me to see once again. And then hear the Lord saying to you in the very depths of your heart, receive your sight. Receive your sight and then go with the Lord, praising the Lord. So be convinced of the presence of the Lord in your life. May he help you to see more clearly now and always. Heal my soul, for I have sinned against you. He said, Lord, have mercy on me. Heal my soul, for I have sinned against you. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. Heal my soul, for I have sinned against you. My soul magnifies the Lord, since God has had regard for my humble state. My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Saviour. For he has looked with favour on his lowly servant. And from this day, all generations will call me blessed. The Almighty has done great things for me. Holy is his name. He has mercy on those who fear him in every generation. He has shown the strength of his arm. He has scattered the proud in their conceit. He has cast down the mighty from their thrones and has lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things and has sent the rich away empty. He has come to the help of his servant Israel, for he has remembered his promise of mercy, the promise he made to our fathers, to Abraham and his children, forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. My soul magnifies the Lord, since God has had regard for my humble state. God our Father has bound himself, bound himself to us in an everlasting covenant, and so in thankfulness and faith, we pray to him, Lord, bless your people. In Christ you have given us a new covenant. 
may we know the greatness we have inherited. Gather into one all who bear the name Christian, that the world may believe in the Christ you have sent, and pour out your love on all our friends and on all whom we know. May they carry with them the gentleness of Christ and comfort the dying. May they know your saving love and show your mercy to the dead. May they find their rest in Christ. And let's remember tonight to pray for all those people who were so tragically killed in France in the terrorist attacks. Pray for all those who might have died even in our own country in different ways, murder, motor car accidents, whatever. Lord, we commend them all to your mercy. Grant them eternal rest. And we pray for our world that seems to have gone mad in so many ways, through violence, terrorism, greed, and so on. Help us to take on board, to take within our own hearts something of the gentleness of Christ and the values that he lived and preached so that we might create a whole new world where justice and peace will reign supreme. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. God, our Father, let our worship give you glory, who for our salvation looked upon the lowliness of Mary, your handmaid. Raise us up to share with her the fullness of redemption that we make our prayer through Christ our Lord. And now may the blessing of Almighty God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, come down upon you and remain with you always. Jesus, I trust in you. 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 How come the world is not falling in love with you, oh Lord? Why are your people so blind they just can't see? And the truth of love we're searching for can only be found in you Oh, how I wish the whole world Could fall in love with you With total trust we should come To your divine mercy There is nothing bad we have done Greater than your love You suffered and died on the cross Bring us back to you Oh, how I wish the whole world Would fall in love with you Oceans of your divine mercy 
Jesus, I trust in you. 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 Indeed, that was the prayer of the blind man, Jesus, I trust in you. And may that be your prayer this evening. Jesus, I trust in you. And we place all our aches and pains and whatever it is that's affecting us. Let's put it all into the hands of the Lord and say, Lord, you know me. Have pity on me. Forgive me my sins. Cure me and just be with me. Let that simple prayer of the blind man, Lord, that I might see, really touch your heart this evening. Okay, that's all there's time for from me, Father Emil. Have a wonderful, wonderful, restful evening for now. Goodbye and God bless.